You Can Mentor is a podcast about the power of building relationships with kids from hard places in the name of Jesus. Every episode will help you overcome common mentoring obstacles and give you the confidence you need to invest in the lives of others. You Can Mentor. All right, mentors, how's it going today? Zachary Garza here with the You Can Mentor podcast, sitting alongside Caroline Tidwell. That's my name. If you guys haven't been paying attention, Caroline Cash is now Caroline Tidwell. Oh, yeah. Got that. Got married during the pandemic. She got that ring. All right, guys. Hey, for today, we're going to talk about something that is very important to mentoring, and that is. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> For those of you guys who don't know, we here at You Can Mentor, we're involved with a faith-based mentoring organization. And the purpose of You Can Mentor is to invite other Christ followers to mentor kids from hard places. And like, yes, in mentoring, we want to teach our kids character and we want to teach them how to succeed in life and how to be positive and productive adults and things like that. But the main thing that we're going after is producing disciples of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So more than anything we want our kids to love Jesus Christ with all of their heart. Right. We also know that like that that might be a little difficult to insert Jesus into your conversations with kiddos and how to do that in a way that's engaging. And so we we just want to talk today about how to invite Jesus into your mentoring party. So good. I love that. Jesus is by far the most important thing. You can have a successful job, successful marriage, kids, whatever, but if you don't have Jesus, there is nothing past this life besides eternity. And right. we we want our mentees to be praising Jesus alongside us for the rest of eternity. Yeah. So we here at You Can Mentor think that our number one job as mentors is to teach our mentees how to have a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. So today we're actually going to talk about the five things that we believe we as mentors can model in regards to building a healthy relationship with Jesus mm -hmm. and really allowing him to be king of our life. And if we're doing that, then we have an, an opportunity to invite our mentees into that as well. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So one of my favorite sayings is, is this, as a parent and as a mentor, it's to prepare the kid for the world instead of preparing the world for the kid. And what I think of whenever I hear that is I think about this dude named Humphrey, right? Little Humphrey. And he is a kid <laughs> who's in our program and he's seven years old. And he's a little bit mischievous, like he's He'll get into some trouble if uh, you're not paying attention. Oh, yeah. But man, I love this kid. Like he is, he is such a stud. Like he's one of my favorite kids to get to know in our after school program. And he's just that, right? He's a kid. Like when you see Humphrey, there's no doubt that he's under the age of eight. But what I see when I see little seven-year-old Humphrey is I see this picture of him when he's 30, right? I see this picture of him dealing with like the anxieties of adulthood. I see him trying to handle the stresses of a career or the weight of being the leader of a family. And I think, how can I prepare the seven-year-old kid for what he's about to endure as an adult? One of our favorite sayings is, we want our kids to experience a relationship with Jesus, not just know a lot about Jesus. And a relationship with Jesus is what Humphrey is going to need if he's going to deal with whatever this world is going to toss at him. So, Here's five ways for us as mentors to model 
a healthy relationship with Jesus because so much more is caught than taught. And yeah, we can sit our kids down and be like, okay, here's how you read the Bible. Step one, open up to James, go to the index. Yes, we can do that. And that's helpful. Please don't hear me say that, that that's not. But it's so much more helpful if the kids see you reading the Bible, mm -hmm. see you opening up your Bible, right? Because so much more is caught than taught. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is time, time, spending time with Jesus. Mm. What do you think of whenever you think of spending time with Jesus, Caroline? Well, I, my first thing that comes to mind is just a quiet time and like opening up your Bible, listening to worship music, praying, but just like in any relationship, you can't have a relationship without spending time with them. And so it's the same with Jesus. We have to spend time with Jesus to have a deep relationship with him. I just want to know, Zach, like, how do you, how do you spend time with Jesus and bring your mentee into that? Because it's kind of a weird concept. Like we, a lot of times we think of our quiet time as just us and the Lord. But when we're talking about bringing our mentee into those things, like how would you practically do that? Yeah. So I think that that's a great question, Caroline. And yeah, we, we might not be able to like, quote unquote, do our quiet time in front of our mentee, right? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's not like I'm going to pick my mentee up at five in the morning and be like, okay, let's go sit in my study and, you know, listen to instrumental music. Like, no, like, but while we might not be able to, to do that, we sure can talk about it. Oh yeah. And we can let them know like, Hey, you, you might not be doing this yet, but as a believer, as someone who's building a relationship with Jesus, it's really important that you do set aside time. Mm -hmm. And maybe you, as you're talking about it, you encourage them to, hey, for five minutes today, for 10 minutes today, for 15, like try to add two to three minutes a week, right? Mm -hmm. Just getting them in the habit of setting aside time for a relationship that you value. Because if I didn't spend time with my wife, I can talk about how much I care for all day long, but she wouldn't feel that. Right. And we wouldn't have a good relationship because trust wouldn't have been built because it takes time to build trust. And it's the same thing with Jesus. If you're going to trust Jesus as the king of your life, you have to spend time with him. And so doing whatever you have to do to make sure that you're emphasizing the importance of that to your mentee, I think that right there is, is a big step forward. Yeah, that's so. awesome. Just exposing them to the fact that people do have quiet time with the Lord. Yeah, right. Because some of our mentees may have never experienced that. And just even them, like, what is a quiet time? Yeah. That's so Christianese. But like, <laughs> how many of our kids have like never heard of a quiet time before and being able to explain that to them? Yeah. And like for Humphrey, whenever he's 30, like to deal with all the stuff that this life throws at him, he's got to have a time where he's going to center himself, where he's going to fix his eyes on the Lord, where he's, he's going to sit in the silence and be restored in the things that he needs. And he's only going to get that from Jesus. And so like, it's so easy to fall into the temptation of busyness, 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 busyness. But if we can start that routine of like, Hey, like, yeah, life might be crazy, but these are the most important 20 minutes of your day. These are the most important 30 minutes. If we can get them in that habit when they're young, then when they do get to be an adult, it'll just be a seamless transition. Great. So the first thing to have a healthy relationship is time. Number two is it's prayer and prayer is a lot easier to do with your mentee, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. So like when you are spending time with someone, what's the main thing that you do? Well, more times than not, it's talk. And so teaching our kids how to have a true conversation, which is not, not only speaking to the Lord in prayer, but hearing what the Lord has to say back to you. 
That's great. Like that's something that we can train our mentees in from an early age. It's talking and listening. And we can model that by praying with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, it doesn't have to be super fancy. It doesn't have to be like, oh, okay, mentee, like let's sit down and let's be quiet and let's put our hands together and let's pray dearest, dearest Lord Jesus. Right. Like, <laughs> no, it, it can just be like a simple prayer. Right. Like if your kid's talking about how he's nervous about basketball trials, then just be like, Hey man, is it cool if we pray for that? Dear God, Lord, we just lift up these basketball tryouts to you, God. And we say, Lord, would you give my mentee everything that he needs? Amen. Dear God, please be with Johnny as he's going through a hard time with his girlfriend. Lord, I just pray that you give him wisdom or like Holy Spirit, Johnny feels like he's alone. Can you let him know how you feel about him? And then just like ask your mentee, hey, did you feel anything? What what was the first thing that popped into your head? And then you as a mentor, you get to guide him in that. Hey, look, like if it was negative, well, the Lord doesn't speak negative things. So if it was negative, well, then that wasn't from God. Let's wait until we hear something that's encouraging. Let's mm-hmm. wait until we hear something that's positive. And so just like just making that prayer like a normal part of your conversation. Also, it, it's so easy. If you pick up your kid or if you drop them off at the end of every time that you spend with them, just you two pray together. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, man, is there anything that I can pray for you for? And then like you can ask him like, hey, I've got this thing at work. Can you pray for that? Hey, I'm about to go on a trip. Can you please pray for that? And like, don't just put it all on you, but invite him into it as well. Mm, that's good. So, And it gives you the ability to like follow back up with them. You know, I mean, like the next time you see your mentee, hey, we prayed about basketball tryouts last time. Your mom told me that you made the team. And then like, let's, we'll get into this in a second. Like, let's praise God for that. And let's continue to pray for that. And you can kind of teach your mentee, like, it's not just praying for things. Talking to God is not just like, Lord, give me this or give me this. But being able to like continue to have a conversation with the Lord, just as you would with a friend where your conversation might start at one point and lead to another point. You can do that with the Lord and you can teach your mentee how you can start praying for one thing, watch it develop and continue to pray for deeper things, which I just, I just think is amazing that the Lord like allows us to have these deep conversations with him and that we get to invite our mentee into that. Yeah. And just like you can also in corporate prayer before you eat or any time that you can just model that and not only modeling it, but inviting your mentee into it, like that is just such a home run. So first one time, second one prayer. The third one is worship. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving, right? And it says in the Bible to enter his gates with Thanksgiving is praise that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And like, I know for me, it's hard because I'm not the most like joyful person. I'm kind of a little bit more serious, but, but like, it is so important for us to tell God, thank you. Mm-hmm. And we as mentors get an opportunity to model to our kids how to how to be on the lookout for things that God has done and then to give him thanks for it and to teach him how to say thank you and to teach him how to praise and how to worship him, right? Because like praise and worship and thanksgiving can, it can just strengthen your mentee's self-confidence. It can strengthen how he sees himself. It can strengthen how he sees the world. It just only makes things better. Yeah, it's so good. And something that's a really easy practical that I have done before with kids is like make it almost a game. Yeah. Like it kind of sounds silly, but 
okay, we're going to take 30 seconds. Who can write down the most things that they're grateful for? And then you read them out to each other. And then you as a mentor get to be like, oh, that's amazing. Let's praise the Lord that you got to have your favorite dinner this week. Or let's praise God for your A on your test. Or let's praise God for you scoring a goal in your basketball game. Is that what they call it? Scoring S- a basket? Scored a goal? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. God. I'm so bad at basketball. I'm, uh. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Anyways. But I think that's just a really easy way to get your mentee in the mindset of focusing on things that they're grateful for. And another great practice is like my my girlfriends and I do this still, but where every morning we write down 10 things that we're grateful for to start the day in gratitude. And when we first started it, it started with like, I'm thankful for my house, my food, my bed, my clothes. And then now it's like, I'm thankful that I got to hear the birds singing outside of my window, or I'm thankful that like my plant is growing that the Lord is like showing me his creation even through a plant. And so that's just a fun way to easily incorporate gratitude and Thanksgiving with your mentee. It's just these little practices of writing things down. Yeah. I know for me, anytime that I'm in the car with my mentee and things, there's just not a ton of things to talk about, which we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a tad bit awkward. She's like, Hey man, what, what's two things? What are two things that you're thankful for? And then when they say it, just be like, is it cool if we, Praise God for that. Dear God, thank you f- that my mentee got new shoes. Thank you that we're about to go eat dinner. Like, thank you that we're able to spend time with each other. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, most of the time your mentee will just give you like, I'm thankful for my shirt. Like I'm I'm thankful for it, right? And they they might not understand it, but I've had this happen a couple of times. Sometimes they 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 just drop bombs. Oh yeah. And they're like, I'm thankful for you. And I'm like, whoa, like where'd that come from? Right. But like teaching them how to express Thanksgiving and teaching mm-hmm. them how to, and then like say, God, thank you. Like, thank you, Jesus, for providing these things for me. It's just a great habit to get in mm-hmm. on focusing on the good, not on the bad. Cause there's so much bad out there. Oh yeah. So let's as mentors, let's not only model that, but let's invite our mentees into that as well. Hey, you just made an A on your test. That's awesome, man. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity for so-and-so to make an A. That's great. Mm-hmm. So that was the third thing. We've spending time with God, praying to God, worshiping the Lord. The last one, the almost to last one, <laughs> the fourth one is the Bible. I know that for some of our kids, like it might bore them to death to like open up a Bible when you're spending time with them, right? Like I am not going to take my kid to like his favorite place to eat dinner and then be like, oh, by, by the way, I'm I'm going to read the first chapter of Nehemiah to you, right? Like, but I think here's a good way that we can incorporate the Bible and let our mentees know that it's important without or while keeping them engaged, right? So like, here are some of my favorite phrases like, hey man, I've been chewing on this story for a while now. And then you like tell them the story or, hey man, I've been chewing on this verse for a while now. And then you tell them a verse and just engage them in it. Hey, tell me what that means to you. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think's going on and then just have a conversation about it. Right. And so like you don't have to read a chapter to your mentee, but you can definitely bring up a verse like, Hey, like tell me what it means to you whenever I say the joy of the Lord is your stream and then have a conversation about it. Right. That's so good. And like, that's, that's not only for the, the older kids, but that can be used with, you know, my son's five and I, I can uh, do this with him as well. And then just like asking like, Hey, so 
if the joy of the Lord is your strength, like how does that change your life? Like how does that impact you? Right? Mm -hmm. Like what are some things in your day to day that you can do to, to show that this verse is true. Right. And so I just think that that's super important. And especially with like the Proverbs and like the Psalms, like the parables, like those are all great ways to introduce your kid to the Holy Bible. It's so good. It just makes, it breaks it down to where it's not scary. Cause I think just, where do you start? I mean, I have followed Jesus for a long time and I still sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna flip it open. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know where to go, but breaking it down just in a conversation and letting it be, the Lord tells us to write his word on our heart. And so being able to say like, you know, I've been thinking about the joy of the Lord is my strength for a long time. And like, that is scriptural. Like you are speaking scripture over your mentee and you are in ways showing them that the Bible is not scary or daunting or just this big book, but that it is like, it is truth and that they can glean from it, which I, I, I don't think that that is always easy for kids, especially to see that they can actually learn something from the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just like this conversation about God's word, helping them process it, helping them actually think about it. Right. Mm -hmm. That, that is something that they're going to use whenever they're adults. And like when, when they do go through hard times and when they are out on their own, like this, this practice can prepare them to, Hey, whenever I have questions, whenever I'm feeling discouraged, I can open up God's word and I know how to write that scripture on my heart. I know how to let that inform my decisions or things like that. And so, yeah, so um, so that's God's word, obviously important, right? Yes. Very. So, so time, prayer, worship, Thanksgiving, the Bible. And then last one, which I think is one of the most important things. And also one of the things that can just be a really fun activity yeah. is community, right? And I think one of the most powerful things that you can do with your mentee is to introduce them to other adults who love Jesus. So perhaps Whenever you're hanging out with your friends, invite your mentee along. And like, yeah, like it might be a tad bit weird, but I promise you one that they're going to have the time of their life, but two, that they're going to feel like a million bucks. Like they're mm -hmm. going to feel so cool if you invite them to hang out with you and your friends. That's awesome. And like, it will teach them what proper godly relationships are all about. Cause I know for guys like. I have guys who are 15, 16, who like, they think all men do is watch sports. All men do is drink beer or smoke cigars or talk about girls, right? Mm. But if you can get them around other men and y'all are actually encouraging each other or y'all are talking about Jesus or y'all are talking about ways to become, you know, a better follower of Jesus or a better husband, you're modeling that so that when they do get older, like that's what they're looking for. And that they they don't just fall into the trap of, oh, well, all men just watch sports and drink beer and talk about girls or complain about their wives, right? And so I just think that this is so very important. Also, like involving your friends, whether it's your church group or your neighbors or whoever, like it gives them an opportunity to be a mentor to your kid as well. Like, yeah, yeah. he they might not be a mentor that shows up each week. But if my mentee is seeing my best friend every month and I'm with my mentee for 10 years, well, at the end of 10 years, he's going to know my best friend pretty well. 
Mm. And that's just one more person that he can look to and say, that's how a godly man acts. That's good. There's so much value in that. Mm -hmm. I think another good idea is like, I've seen a lot of guys and girls from different church groups go and mentor together. So they'll say like, oh, we're going to go and mentor through this organization together. And so if you're both doing it, you can, you can make your mentees friends too. And so you can have a double date, have a double mentor date with you and your best friend and both of your mentees and starting to, when they both see your friendship, they will start to want deeper friendships with their peers too. And they will start to see, oh, Zach and Steven have an awesome friendship. Like maybe me and Johnny can have this kind of friendship too. And that's just an, if you're in that position, that's just an easy way to, to bring more kids into community. All right. So the five things, time, prayer, worship, Bible, and community. And like, here's awesome. a, here's a great way. Here's like the perfect scenario, right? Like you pick up your mentee. Hey dude. How's it going today? Oh, it's going great. Da, da, da. Hey, what are three things that you're thankful for? And then you worship God for that. Man, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You guys keep talking. Maybe it's over dinner. Hey, what are two things that I can be praying for you about? What's one thing that I can pray? Hey, what's one thing that isn't going the way that you want it to? And is it cool if I pray for that? And then pray. Maybe on the car ride home, it's, hey, man, Whenever I've been spending time with God in the mornings, I can't stop thinking about this one saying, right? The Lord is my rock. Tell me what you think about that. Tell me what that means to you. And then you, you hear what it means to them. And well, here's what it means to me. You guys can have a conversation about that. And then finally, hey man, before I drop you off, is it cool if I stop over at my friend's house for a minute? Hey, how about you come in with me? Or is it cool if my friends join us for dinner, right? And like, yeah, like that's an ideal scenario where like all five things are yeah. going on. Like I totally get that that's not going to happen each and every time. But what I am saying is like, I don't think it's super complicated to involve these things in your relationship. It is, however, it does take intentionality. Right. Thoughtfulness. It, it does take effort. Mm -hmm. And just like we have to keep in mind the end goal. And that's we want our mentees to love Jesus Christ, to be a disciple of Jesus, to follow him. And they're not going to learn it on their own. The only way that they can learn how to follow Jesus is if someone teaches them. And so, yes, it takes intentionality. Yes, it takes like fighting through some pretty awkward moments. Um, but when our man Humphrey is 30 years old and someone asks him who taught him how to love Jesus Christ, I really hope that he says, I learned by spending time with Zach. And like, if that's not adding like crowns or if that's not adding stones into your crown in heaven, I don't know what is, right? It's awesome. Because um, that is the end goal, right? Is yeah. to make disciples. And yeah, it's mentoring, da, 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 but really it's all about just teaching a kid how to love Jesus. So that's all that we got today. You know, how to invite Jesus into your mentoring relationship and your mentor uh, party. Your mentor party. And I'm, I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you took something away from it. And uh, if you didn't hear one thing that we talked about today, hear this. 
you can mentor. That's right. 